0: Welcome to the SDG Talks Podcast, where we cover topics and trends around the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and the Roadmap to 2030. Today, you're going to hear from Bryce Watson and Lakshmi Haran Nandandi, who are the co-leads for the Unleash Plus program. Lakshmi is also a senior consultant at Dahlberg Media, and prior to Plus, worked with various social entrepreneurship incubation labs in the Global South and tried her own hand at entrepreneurship through a combination of sustainable retail and freelance ventures. Bryce is also a senior specialist at the International and the co-founder of Vize, a social enterprise to improve working conditions in Mexico by creating a platform for low wage workers to share ratings and reviews of the working conditions. Bryce and Lakshmi are now bringing those experiences to lead the Unleash Plus program. Today, we're gonna dive into what is plus, how does it work, some past success stories, who can get involved, and some exciting updates for 2023. Hope you enjoy and take care. All right, so Lakshmi and Bryce, tell me about why did Unleash Plus start and why does it exist?
1: Thanks, Kevin. I'd like to take a stab at this first. And before talking about Plus, I wanted to share a little bit about how Unleash started. So in 2015, as the UN states adopted the Sustainable Development Goals and global urgency on sustainability increased, Fleming Bezenbacher, the founder of Unleash, saw the urgent need to harness the power of young people and give them the tools that they need to create a massive impact against the SDGs. The interesting point here is that unlike other attempts to address the SDGs, Anlisha's innovation lab was aimed at fueling change through youth entrepreneurship and giving people in the remotest parts of the planet and arguably with the least power, the tools, the motivation and the global community that they needed to change their community's realities. And we could say that this attempt through the week long global innovation labs that we've been conducting over the last five years has in many ways been successful in giving tools to the earliest stage entrepreneurs to start off their journey. However, what we observed was that there was a clear gap between those innovators and aspiring entrepreneurs who were just learning about design thinking and innovation and the much more mature accelerators and incubators that exist in the market, who serve groups who are ready for a much later stage of investment. And without a bridge in between these two, we saw various social enterprises being unable to convert their great ideas into launchable solutions. And that's when we thought about the next logical step to Unleash, being Unleash Plus. Unleash Plus was conceptualized, designed, and is today co-hosted by Kemonics International. And on that note, I'll hand it over to Bryce from Kemonics to tell us a little bit more about what Plus stands for and who we focus on.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, thanks so much. So basically, that's where Plus comes in, right? Is to try and fill that gap and be that bridge. So for folks going from, this is going to sound very jargony at first, and then I'll break it down a little bit, going from minimum viable product to product market fit. So what, what does each one of those things mean, right? Minimum viable product means that it's the minimally viable version of whatever product or solution that you're putting forward that customers, users, beneficiaries can actually engage with and interact with. That comes after you've already done quite a bit of prototyping. So, for instance, let's say you're working on a new methodology for creating clean water, right? The first prototype of that might be literally drawing it on a piece of paper and showing it to some folks, getting some feedback, learning from that, going back, developing an even more you know, robust version of that. Maybe it's I don't know, a cardboard version of it you then go back and show people and come back. You keep doing that until you create the minimal version of your products that people can actually create value through, right? So those are the folks that we really want to target, the people that have already created that minimum viable product or MVP. And then over a six-month program, we really want to get them to the place where they have product market fit, which means that they actually have a solution that is actively solving a huge problem in people's lives and that people absolutely love. Doesn't mean that they've scaled it up to any degree, right? When I say people, that could be 10 people. That could be 100 people, right? But we've gotten them to a place where now they actually can take on more resourcing, more investment, and scale and grow from there. So that's kind of our, our core focus and what we're trying to accomplish. other thing I wanted to mention is kind of the values of our platform and, and our program. The reason I want to highlight this is because the, the community is absolutely incredible. And I think the reason it's so incredible is because we share a lot of those same kind of values, right? The first of which that I want to highlight is our focus on diversity and inclusion. We really pride ourselves on being one of the most inclusive programs um, and incubators and accelerators that exists and trying to make all of those resources as accessible as possible. Does that mean that we always succeed? Absolutely not. You know, there's always things to be learned. We're constantly trying to kind of go back to our community and learn from them and, and adapt from there. Um, but that is a core value that we hold. The other thing is, is humility. And this is important, not just... To us, but also just like all entrepreneurs, right? The world is a deeply, deeply complex place. And the problems that we're particularly trying to solve are unbelievably complex. And if that's the case, that means that I don't have all the answers. You know, Watchman doesn't have all the answers. Kevin, you don't have all the answers. Like nobody has all the answers, right? So it's really about how do we work together collaboratively to learn from each other, to adapt, to create things that actually solve you know, real problems out in the world. And then I'll just end on the final note which is being impact driven, right? Uh, at the end of the day, that is what every single decision needs to be focused on, is how are we creating some kind of impact? And so when we go and try to redesign the program, refine the program, every decision is it's kind of focused around that potential impact. So yeah, sorry, I rambled a little bit there, probably a longer answer than you before looking for
0: I'm the of king that of rambling. So that, that wasn't even close <laughs> to it, so don't <laughs> worry. And I know I've had the joy and pleasure and fortune to get to know you both over the past couple of years. And whether it was when I first went to China in 2019 as a talent, to jumping into the evolution of Unleash into the Hacks programs and continuing to serve the community in 2020 and 2021, when we just so desperately needed this continued evolution of how we were gonna continue to engage and work with each other to leading to 2022, which this this last lab in Mysore in India, where I had the fortune of uh, really spending a lot of time with both of you as facilitator working on the plus and it it was just this magic in the air that's so special about Unleash, and even more so too with plus where it's it's more than just the seed of an idea it's starting to really get some roots and you're starting to see some little branches and i want to dive into that a little bit more but i think that my story was that i applied to unleash 2018 didn't get in 2019 what kind of officially started and and now i can't get enough of it and i just want to continue to get involved but what We're both sitting here. It's March 2023. How did you both get involved with Unleash? And and what's a little bit of background on on your personal Unleash and PLUS stories?
1: Kevin, it's, it's really funny how my start with PLUS is pretty similar to yours. My journey actually started when I went to the Unleash Innovation Lab in China as well in 2019 as a talent. And I literally had my worldview completely turned upside down by the experience. And I went in expecting something like a corporate training and maybe some exchanges of business cards. And I was so pleasantly surprised that it wasn't that. I had never felt so inspired or surrounded by a group of people who cared more about making genuine change and who were not only talking about it, but really walking their truth all over the world. And all of the words that Kevin and you, Bryce, used to describe the community is exactly what I experienced there as well. And I think what Unleash gave me was really to change the way that I think about problems, about users, about how I think about myself as a leader, and how I ask for help to build things. And I think all of these are really key building blocks when it comes to being an entrepreneur And after Unleash, I worked with incubators and accelerators to support many young entrepreneurs in the global South. And I went into business with one of my friends from Unleash as well. And last year, Unleash came to India, and I got an incredible opportunity to actually be a part of the Unleash Secretariat. And the short answer to why I'm here today is so that I can create the same transformational impact that the program had on me for so many more entrepreneurs who have the potential, but who might not have as many opportunities.
2: Thanks, Lakshmi. What about you, Bryce? Yeah. Oh, man, I always love hearing these stories because, I mean, as you know, Kevin, too, like everyone in this community has like such an interesting background (laughs) in it and stories. So my background, I was really fortunate back in 2012 or 2013 to live in China and I was working with factory workers in kind of the outskirts of Beijing, doing some research there. And in so doing, got a chance to just have lengthy conversations with all of those folks and really get to understand some of the challenges that they faced. Right, A lot of factory workers were working 15, 16 hours a day, terrible living conditions, you know, not getting paid when they said they would be, a lot of different challenges. And what was really interesting was that there was this informal network of folks talking to one another and saying, you know, X factory over there is, you know, pretty good actually, but Y factory, avoid that at all costs. They're, they're absolutely terrible. And so there was this informal way of kind of holding factories accountable, but there was no formal system for doing that. And at the same time, I was looking around and basically every factory worker I talked to had access to a smartphone or at the very least the internet to some extent. And so this idea started kind of pinging around in my head for a while about like, well, how could we create an online platform to make that system more formal? And I went back to Texas, where I was at the time, and started sharing this idea with various folks. And and fortunately, I was able to build a co-founding team of other just phenomenal people that I can never sing the praises of uh, high enough. And we started putting together an idea of a platform that allowed uh, low-wage and factory workers to share ratings and reviews of their working conditions. And we were looking around at different regions outside of China, other places that might also have this challenge. And it turns out Mexico just has a lot of the same challenges, specifically with the Maquiladora industry, which is on kind of the northern border of Mexico. And so um, I actually moved out to Tijuana, which is on the border of Mexico, and was able to find another co-founder there to help us actually launch the program and, and the app. We ran that for about five years, which was tumultuous, <laughs> incredibly challenging, many of the times at which I, I definitely wanted to quit and just kind of hang up my hat. But throughout that whole process, I got the chance to interact with a bunch of different incubators and accelerators that provided me with just an unbelievable amount of resources, networking, feedback on our idea. Because uh, you know, We were young. We had no idea what we were doing at the time, right? Like we really needed that guidance and that mentorship. And then fortunately, we were able to eventually create a product that really worked and we were able to then sell it to a Mexican company that's now been scaling it up uh, since then. So all that's to be be said, basically, is what I really want to bring to PLUS and what I've seen through my experience with the Innovation Lab in India, and then also as a judge on various uh, platforms, is to try and provide those same resources, those same networks that I had throughout that whole journey to a much more diverse cohort of folks, right? And to be honest, people that are probably way better at this than I am, right? (laughs) There are some incredible entrepreneurs all around the world that just don't have access to the same networking and everything that I was fortunate to have, right? And so that that is really, I think, what we're trying to accomplish with Plus, which is like how to kind of diversify the access to those networks.
0: Thanks for that context. And I I sure am grateful to know you both. And I know the Unleash community is grateful to have you both. And now kind of tying into, again, just why you both and why Plus, we kind of alluded to this earlier about kind of this gap that exists from early stage ideas to kind of getting to the implementation stage to then finding that product market fit or market product fit. And it's so funny, oftentimes you hear people being like, oh, if I just, if I just had half a million dollars, this, this would be fine. We'd, we'd have it all figured out. And I'm always kind of like, actually, oftentimes I don't really think money is your problem. No doubt an investment, whether it's grant or equity or debt, is needed somewhere sometime along the path. Having said that, A lot of times it's something else. It it might be team structure, it might be leadership, it might just be strategy, marketing, whatever it may be. And and that was something I really admired about Plus is all these different workshops and modules and nuances and mentors and experts and it goes on and on. But to paint a picture on sort of from start to middle to finish, and I hate to say that ever finishes because I know it doesn't. But in the weeds, you know, in the dirt here, like how does Plus work and, and give us? some context for someone that's aspiring to join PLUS about what they could expect if they apply and get accepted and and join the PLUS program.
1: Great question, Kevin. And I completely agree that money, while it's important, doesn't really solve every problem and it doesn't make everyone have a a really successful solution that works for its users and is something that they love. So PLUS is really a six-month incubation program that's designed for those in their earliest stages, once they have already achieved their minimum viable product that Bryce walked us through. And by participating in the program, it's completely free of cost and it's 90% online. And so this really makes it accessible for many more folks. And we've divided the program into three distinct phases. The first one is called the roadmap, which is literally what it is. This will take place approximately in mid June and we'll kick off the program with a session where teams get to know each other And build a roadmap that they want to achieve over the next six months. And then the hard part starts, which is over the next 21 weeks, where we actually walk with them to help them on the second phase called the journey, where we help them execute those plans. And that's really a a dynamic online learning journey that runs for 21 weeks till approximately November before it culminates in a pitching showcase that helps us to select the top teams that then advance to the last stage, which I'll ask Bryce to talk about a bit later. But through the the online journey phase, we really see teams working incredibly hard, going through a tailored online curriculum that covers principles of lean management, design thinking, go-to-market strategy, and so much more. And Regularly, they have check-ins with mentors who can then give them real-time direct feedback, which is something that can be pretty rare. Teams also are required to regularly go out into the field where they have to conduct user research design sprints, and they're continuously tweaking their solutions throughout the program a successful team will actually undergo many changes through the program and some of them completely pivot to different solutions, but which are better tackling the same problem that they came in with. And to complement all of these other forms of learning, teams are also given access to workshops from world-class experts in, in each particular field. And these six months are carefully structured in such a way to make sure that the constant improvement and feedback is something that actually moves them much closer to finding that product market fit. Bryce, do you want to talk a little bit about the last stage?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. And fortunately, I get to talk about probably the most fun part of the program, although all of it is very fun, which is at the very end, we do a pitching showcase where the teams will pitch their ideas to various judges. Those top teams are selected, like Lakshmi mentioned, and then they will get sponsorship to be able to go to the Global Innovation Lab, which is that really, really big platform that we talked about earlier that, Kevin, you've experienced with a 1,000-plus young, passionate people trying to solve huge problems. They get to go there on their own track, and really, it's basically a boot camp of nine days or a week to nine days of intensive work with technical experts, with mentors to really kind of work on that pitch, work on their product, work on their business model, so that way, at the end of that uh, week-long process, they get to go again to a pitching showcase and the top teams will actually receive some support and some investment. And that's can be of varying degrees, but can be up to $25,000, which can really be transformative. I know it was for for our team for back in the day. Kevin, you've experienced it too. I mean, that you know, week-long process with all those people in the room is just one of the most energizing experiences I've ever been a part of. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so exciting.
0: I mean, it's just there's magic in the room and I think it's cool to see all the different mindsets and perspectives. And you you know, from this pastor, I think about the the bee fly team from Colombia to this this Globe team from Europe and tackling all these different problems, whatever they may be, and they're all inspiring their own way. And and what I liked about just the unleashed community in general and especially plus is everyone's checking their egos at the door and it's really wanting each other to win. There's no, your winning comes at my expense. It's like, we're all on the same team and we're trying to come up with creative solutions. And and, I, and I'll reiterate that it's most of the time your problem is not money. A lot of times it's, you're really good at something and you need to have that self-awareness to know you need help from strategy. You need help with marketing. You need help with research and development. And I think that's something that I've seen with Plus is that you have this incredible network of experts and mentors and other talents, and other teams that, are willing to help. And it's just a matter of, of asking and, and plus gives you that platform to really connect. And so I saw that from, of course, the uh, the very rigorous sort of online program that leads up to the in-person. And so it's not kind of skipping any of these modules. From my understanding, it's all designed with a purpose. It's not just a, a check a box to like doing some sort of you know HR compliant thing. It's like, no, this is material that's been made for you to really do that lead to this flagship in-person program. And so I, it was, to me, it was just magical to be part of 2022 and see it and work with teams. And, and I can only imagine, how does it get better? How does it keep growing? I mean, it was, I thought it was amazing and I can't wait to see what next, but so what are these ambitions for 2023? What's how, how paint a picture on what to sort of expect and maybe sort of what are you hoping to kind of get out of it this year?
1: Thanks for that point. Kevin, and before I talk about the future, I wanted to talk a little bit more about how we're not trying to check the box. One of our mantras at PLUS is that every hour that we are putting into the programming is one hour that we're taking away from the entrepreneurs being able to be out there on the field and change the world. So I think in 2023, we want to continue to really buckle down on that and figure out what are the program elements that add the most value. And to that end, we have been wanting to include a lot more of the users in our design process and very much walk the talk that we talk about throughout the program, where we want to include all of the stakeholders who interact with our product, which is the Unleash Plus program, to tell us how we can make it much better. And apart from this program itself, which perhaps in many ways we can say is already viable. We want to really take that to the next level when it comes to inclusivity and have a really sharp focus on what DEI and and most specifically what gender looks like and how that provides barriers for people from different backgrounds. So we're looking at different lenses of inclusivity this year in terms of language, in terms of the representation of teams, mentors, experts. Etc. cetera. And we want to make sure that this program is actually usable by so many more people. And I love the point that, that you mentioned about how we're all on the same team. And I firmly believe that there are very few problems that we won't be able to solve if we have the right people to ask. And while that's definitely a long journey, I think people of certain demographics, because of generations of context, don't find it as easy to kind of ask for that help or really articulate what they need as entrepreneurs. And for that reason, we want to make sure that the program is psychologically safe, is designed for people from all backgrounds, and is something that's always striving to to keep improving on this particular aspect. So so DEI and, and gender is something that's super important to us, especially this next year. What about you, Bryce?
2: Yeah, I just want to reiterate that's such an important point. And I love the, you know, we're, we're trying to really practice what we preach when we when it comes to design thinking, when it comes to DEI, like, we, we really care about the impact that we're having rather than just talking about it, right? The other thing I wanted to mention was that in the past, the program really, you know, accepted a very wide variety of maturity levels with the teams for, you know, rightful reasons. But what we're trying to do this year is really focus in on our target market right? Because if we have a very specific group of people, it means that we can supply better services, we can meet their needs more effectively. And so that's why we really are targeting in on that MVP to product market fit pipeline, and be hyper focused on that. The other thing that we're really focused on, not to then throw even more jargon into this, is what's called product founder fit. The reason this is so extremely important is that you can have a phenomenal idea and a really strong understanding of the problem but the team is not the right people to necessarily implement that solution because they don't have any personal experience with it. They don't have the qualifications to do it. They might be great in other ways, but it's just not a good fit. And alternatively, you might have a phenomenal team that is you know, excellent in every single way, but their solution just isn't quite right. They're working on something that doesn't really make sense for them. right? What you really need, because entrepreneurship is so difficult, right? is you need a fit between those two sides. You need kind of everything to work together. And so that is a big focus uh, this year as well, is try to identify those teams that are extremely qualified, but that also those qualifications and those experiences meet the direct problem or solution that they're trying to work on. Um, you know, They're uniquely qualified to implement whatever they're working on. So that's another big focus, is how do you find that product founder fit?
0: And sometimes it, it, it's some really hard conversations. I remember talking with some of the experts and teams where you saw some of the teams come out and they're like, "That was pretty heavy." And you know, maybe it's like this baby that they've been creating, you know, company baby that they've been creating for a couple of years now. They've just been told that it's a, either a terrible idea or they're going the wrong direction. And you know, you as a founder or you as the operator, you need to take that with a grain of salt. But it's it's important to have that that insight to where it's like maybe. Actually, if you pivot and go this way, there really is an opportunity. And that's something I really like about PLUS and the scope of supporting entrepreneurs is that my biggest thing that bothers me the most is entrepreneurs that have the best intentions that run down the wrong rabbit hole. And if you can have these conversations earlier, you can now focus resources more effectively towards really understanding the problem and actually solving, providing a solution that solves that problem and bringing value to the world as opposed to raising a bunch of venture capital and having a title on your Instagram and looking cool. Like that doesn't help anyone. So not saying that that's just sort of this sort of generality, but I, I really appreciate that Plus sort of pushes you to, to really have some deep introspection, have some you know refined self-awareness looking in the mirror about what's going to work here. And as I said before, is that the Unleashed community in Plus wants you to win. But also we know winning is, it's not easy. If it's easy, everyone would do it. It's hard so it it definitely takes the village so i love all that context and i'm proud of from unleashed long plus launching at 2019 and then obviously going virtual and then coming back in person 2022 i know there's been a lot of wins and some cool companies but when it comes to plus what are something that you both are really proud of and it's something that you can kind of look back on in the past of like hey you know put my hat on that like that that's a stamp, that's a sign of, that's a good omen, inspiration. Anything that kind of comes to mind that you're proud of that you want to highlight?
1: That's such a great question, Kevin, and I I think like when we know that we've done a great job is when we see Plus alumni who go out into the world and, and who are doing great things, as well as what they say really worked for them in the program. I think that's where our report really lies, and the Plus alumni have given us so many reasons to be proud. A couple of stories come to mind, one being Test at Home, which is a med tech solution that was incubated in 2020, which was completely online, And earlier this year, they launched a really unique way to test for HIV and tuberculosis through lollipops and chewing gum. And I was also really proud to hear them say that PLUS really helped them grow with what they called a mix of pragmatism and passion without taking any equity in the process. So I think that's one really great example. Another more recent example is Education Bridge for Afghanistan, Who has been able to successfully enroll many girl students into schools in Taliban-affected regions of Afghanistan, going up against incredibly difficult challenges. And also, one thing that we've heard from so many participants is that PLUS is almost like a mini SDG MBA, and many of them go on to kind of pivot out different solutions, start their own programs similar to PLUS and so on. So I think these are some things that really make me proud about what the program has produced. And apart from that, I'm also really proud of the fact that Our plus core team is 100% comprised of Unleash alumni with entrepreneurship experience. So we are users. We have felt the pain of not having the right support or creating a program that really addresses these needs. We may not have felt all those pains, but we at least have some idea of how these work, what does not exist in the world, what are support systems that are needed. And we really want to make sure that, that we can kind of follow what we talk about, really walk the walk. So yeah, I'm, I'm just really proud of the team and, and what we've been able to do over the last couple of years.
2: Love it. Yeah. yeah. Well said, Bryce. I love hearing those stories. Every time I do, I'm like, we have the best job on the planet, right? This is, <laughs> this is such a cool job. But yeah, I mean, I, I think to, to add to what Lakshmi mentioned is, and I can't say that I'm proud of this because I was not a part of building it, right? But, but just experiencing it myself is the vibrancy of the community that Unleash brings. Every single time I talk to somebody that is an Unleash, Unleash alumni, whether that's from the Innovation Lab or the Plus um, specifically, there's just so much energy and passion for pushing this community forward. It's like nothing I've ever seen before, to be honest. It's really amazing. And everyone is so impact-oriented and, and trying to accomplish something that's really, really important. And it's just incredibly energizing. And I actually saw this we facilitated a workshop called the Bring Your Ideas to Life workshop, which is working with teams that had won at the Innovation Lab or at Hacks, for instance, and trying to bring those ideas that they have kind of to the next level of prototyping and whatnot. We were jumping around to different teams online and kind of you know, just being flies on the wall to support however we can. And I just happened to join right when one of the teams were talking about us. <laughs> and I was trying to, you know, be, I was like, by the way, I am here. I want to make sure, you know, we're not accidentally, you know, listening in. But they were saying that, you know, every time they engage in any kind of like unleash workshop or activity, it re-inspires them that this the what we're doing is really, really hard. If you're an entrepreneur, we've said this many times, right? It's like one of the hardest things you could possibly do. And so, being a part of this community and hearing other people that are also going through it is so important to them to be able to keep pushing them forward, right? So, so that's just one thing that I'm I'm really proud about, and something that I think we need to make sure to continue moving forward too.
0: Thanks for that context, and and frankly, I'm I'm just proud to know people like yourself, to uh, Bryce. I think about the the true magic in the room from the group of facilitators and SCG thirteen. From, yeah. With Kathy and Chagoon at the lead and, and everyone else, it was just, it was that feeling that you want to capture in a bottle and, and just and keep going. mean I think for me, I, I selfishly like these podcasts because I get to reinvigorate and work with with people like yourself. And frankly, I just, I think anyone that that has that seed of energy and seed of inspiration is to lean into that. And Unleash is a ecosystem environment that let lets you flourish. And you know, the talent, the, the lab might be a great fit for you. And I know information about that coming up this year will, will come out. And it's sometime towards the end of this year, you're seeing the rise of other hacks and even regional labs that'll come up. But plus, for some of those little bit farther along ideas, it's a great opportunity. And I guess just kind of other final specifics, is there a timeline on sort of applications and dates and things that that people should be aware of throughout the next kind of coming weeks and months?
1: So we're actually super excited to have the applications for PLUS 2023 launching on March 6th, and they're going to run till the 31st of March. We are going to take a couple of months after that to really evaluate and make sure that we have found the right group which could be our cohort for 2023 who have really reached that minimum viable product and and have the impact potential if they are accepted into the program and we're hoping to kick off the program in mid june with the phase 1 and this will run probably till the end of this year and our final phase the boot camp will take place in conjunction with the next global innovation lab which is still yet to be announced on the exact timeline and location, but it should be somewhere at the end of this year. Yeah,
0: that's great. Well, I'm fired up and excited, and this podcast should be going live very soon. And just to kind of wrap us up here, we've touched on a lot of this, but I always love a good mic drop, whether it's a question, a quote, inspiration, or a challenge to everyone listening today. Do you have any final words of wisdom, Bryce and Ashmi? That you could leave us all here with today?
2: Man, I don't know if I want to call it wisdom, that feels, <laughs> but I think we've touched on this quite a bit, is that there's a lot of easier routes to take, right? There's going and getting a corporate job or what have you and like get a decent paycheck and kind of go about your day to day. That is definitely the, the easier and it can still be extremely fulfilling. Being an entrepreneur is the opposite of that. It's the hardest thing <laughs> anyone can ever do. But it's also the most fulfilling thing that you can do, right? You're going to learn so much throughout the process. You're going to fail a lot. You're going to work with people that are incredibly exciting and passionate, and you're going to learn from them as you go. So I just you know want to want to put out there, just like keep it up. If you decide to do this, I know that it's really hard, but just try to kind of keep pushing forward and keep connecting with other people that are also doing it, right? Because that's really what I think helps re motivate you on a day to day basis. Yeah, well said.
1: Those are some great words to follow, Bryce. I think for me, on a similar note, I would ask everyone to join me in what I'm trying to do, which is to identify those things that we fear the most and really throw ourselves at them, really embrace those things that we think we aren't capable of, those problems that we think are are too difficult to solve, but, but are important. And in doing so, I think you give yourself so much power over those fears. And I think that there's truly no problem that we can't solve if we have all of the right people at the table to help us get there. And obviously, that's no easy task. And if it was easy, everyone would have done it. But please know that there are people who want to help you get the right people to the table. We want to get you if you're the right person to the table to solve this problem. I think we're facing our fears and kind of really trying to live up to creating a great program that's worth the value and the time of all the incredible entrepreneurs who join our program every year. I think that that's our daily motivation to make the program's time really worth uh, the quality and the passion that each entrepreneur brings. So we are here with you, we are facing our fears and yeah, I hope that that so many people listening to this can do the same.
0: Well, Lakshmi and Bryce, on behalf of the SDG Talks community and, and just the, the Unleashed community at large, thank you for what you're doing and what you're driving. I'm so fired up and pumped for what's to come and for everyone listening, make sure to take action and, and most importantly, reach out. I know Lakshmi and Bryce are here to help and engage as well as many other people at the Secretariat. So Thanks again, Lakshmi and Bryce, and really looking forward to everything that's going to happen in 2023 and beyond.
2: Yeah, and thank you, Kevin. This was fantastic. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much, Kevin. And it's incredible to be hosted by a member of the community as well. That's
2: what
0: it's all about. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast. Make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show. Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash and United Nations community.
2: The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content. If you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.